Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done with the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends, it's the number one source for all of your basketball betting needs this season. Hey, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, NHL, NBA, NFL, it's all there. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online they feature live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. All you have to do is head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. What a deal. Make sure to use our promo code, though, BELIEVE, to get started and receive your rewards. That's BELIEVE to receive your rewards and get started. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, and uh, you'll get it done, and you'll get the awards uh, right away, rewards right away, and uh, you can make your first bet on any sport of your choosing. Bet online, where the game starts. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review the show where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends over at MyHotTub.com, Jam and Beats, Maple Downs Senior Living Community, and Rosie's Corner. Hey, as you listen to this, if you're in and around Central New York this Friday, they've got the best gift card deal in history. And I am not even joking. You get a $50 gift card, 50 50 for just $25 spent. That's literally a two-for-one. Think of it this way. You can buy, uh, let's say, oh, I don't know, a couple of subs and a couple of drinks, and you can go do it again and just use the whole gift card at 50 bucks. but you only paid 25 for literally, what, four meals. Uh, pizza wing combos, you can eat your stuffed shells, whatever you want, at Rosie's Corner. Comfort foods throughout the week, including Turkey Slap Tuesday and uh, Meatloaf Monday. It's all happening at Rosie's Corner. Make sure you stop by this Friday and get that awesome deal in Brewerton, New York. Right off the Bartell Road exit, Rosie's Corner is a proud 
ML Sports Platter sponsor. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you as well out there to friends of the platform, Daryl Abert, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, and Bob Lindsley. All right, I'm going to go around college football a little bit because I think the, you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be really, really interesting, right? I mean, they really are. Um, first of all, we had some movement, um, and I'm recording this obviously before uh, you know, the new college football playoff rankings come out. Um, but you know, we, we had some, you know, we, we, we had some things happening. Okay. And let's just start first. I'm just going to kind of go down the line, you know, in the top 25 and the college football playoff type stuff and storylines and whatever else, and what I saw, um, uh, first things first, I mean, Georgia, you know, Look, never underestimate going on the road a couple times in a row. It's very, very hard, especially in that conference, the hardest conference in college football. They win 16-6 uh, to six over Kentucky. Uh, they control the line of scrimmage. Kenny McIntosh, uh, Jack Podlesny, uh, you know, they led Georgia all the way. I mean, McIntosh was unbelievable on the ground. 19 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And this Georgia defense just has not missed a beat. I mean, this is a... You know, this is a unit that last year, I mean, we know who they lost the NFL draft, right? I mean, goodness, Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean and a host of others. Um, and this Georgia defense, you know, six points is all Kentucky got. And they didn't get it until the fourth quarter. So Georgia will remain right there for the college football playoff. Um, you know, they're going to play for the SEC championship. They're one of the best uh, teams in college football, if not the best. Um, Ohio State, a little bit of a scare. They won by 13 over Maryland. Um, you know, CJ Stroud, it looks like he's kind of coming out of the Heisman race a little bit. Um, you know, obviously Ohio State had the big third quarter, 17 points. Maryland didn't score at all. Uh, Maryland then had 17 in the fourth and Ohio State, um, you know, had 16. Uh, by that time, though, it was too late. Ohio State got the huge turnover, uh, as we know. Uh, you know, the, the, the fumble popped there and they ran it in and Ohio State remains unbeaten. Now, Michigan. Michigan will be in as they should still should be in the top, you know, in the top four. Um, they really should be, even though they barely beat Illinois. And I know that there's been some people who were mad, thought it was a pick play at the end and all that. Uh, I thought it was too close to call. Certainly, you know, if Illinois had closed out business before then, you don't even get to that point. So don't blame the refs if you're an Illini fan. But Michigan, look, Blake Corum. He's a Heisman, you know, candidate in my opinion going into that game. You know, now he's fighting through that injury. So what's his health status going to be moving forward? I mean, there's no way they're going to beat Ohio State without that guy. I mean, and they were really exposed in this game too because you know he goes down and like, okay, well, there goes that right. Like, what's the offensive identity? You know, JJ McCarthy is not an elite quarterback, so they had to kind of, you know, slug one out so to speak. You know, they were down 17-7, excuse me, 17-6 going into, uh, 17-10, pardon me, going into the fourth quarter. Um, You know, they got the touchdown, missed the point after, got the ball back, kicked the field goal and won it. But uh, scary, scary times if you're a Michigan fan uh, in that game. They do pull it out, but now they got to prep for Ohio State. And the winner of that game will ultimately go to, uh, I'm sure, the college football playoffs. Still got to deal with the Big Ten championship and all that. But, um you know, when you, when you have a look at this game, uh, Michigan, boy, they got by, but they got exposed. TCU beat Baylor 29-28, and really, really unbelievable football game. Just a great fight by TCU, and I thought for, you know, a team in the Big 12, I thought they showed incredible physicality as this game wore down, and you know what? 
a lot of things weren't working for TCU, Max Duggan was working, okay? All these guys, Will Levis and C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young and, you know, Caleb, Caleb Williams, who we'll get to in a couple of minutes, they get all the accolades as a quarterback. What about Max Duggan? I mean, th- th- this guy was absolutely phenomenal down the stretch making things happen. 24-35 for 327 yards and a touchdown. He was great. And so TCU remains unbeaten, and they'll be in that top four as well. The big one was South Carolina, I mean, rocking, absolutely rocking Tennessee, 63-38. to And this game, you thought maybe Tennessee was starting to climb back, right? It was 35-24 at the half, you know, but then it's 42 um 42, let me see, quick math, 21, 35, 42 to, uh, to 31, couple possession game, then South Carolina just keeps going and going and going and scoring, and they get 21 fourth quarter points to the ball seven, and they win it 63 to 38. Spencer Rattler shined in this game, six touchdowns. This is probably the worst defensive performance for Tennessee in an awfully long time, and South Carolina now upsets Tennessee, they ruined Tennessee's national championship hopes and college football place, uh, playoff placement and uh, was just kind of a shocker, to be honest with you. Not just that they lost. I mean, I think you can go on the road and lose at any time in the SEC. And it also goes to show you that South Carolina, you know, they're, they're a pretty good team. They're 7-4, they're, they're and four, and they're only 4-4 four and four in their conference because it's so hard. And so uh, they proved that at home, that is, by the way, one of the most underrated home venues in all of college football. And they got it done. They were great. You know, the kid Bell, the tight end, uh, Wells Jr., the wide receiver. That team rolled over Tennessee. Uh, A couple other quick little hitters here. Um, Clemson is still hanging around for the college football playoff. They beat Miami 40-10. to We'll see where things kind of end up here, especially now. They're going to get, you know, a lot more points in their favor with, you know, Notre Dame winning every week, right? Notre Dame beating Clemson. Um, that'll be something to, to watch for sure. Uh, USC beat UCLA, and if I had to hand a game ball to anybody, I would hand the game ball to Caleb Williams. This guy now has, in my opinion, gotten to the forefront of the Heisman Trophy race. He was spectacular in this game. And I got to tell you, if he was able to go to the NFL draft this year, I think he would be the number one pick. I really do. Um, he has a moxie about him. He has quickness. He can throw on the run. Uh, he's, he's just, he's elusive. He's got great football IQ. Um, you know, his size is, is pretty darn good too. I mean, that's another big, you know, difference with Caleb Williams compared to like a Kyler Murray, um, you know, or some of these other shorter quarterbacks coming out, Baker Mayfield and such. This dude is 6'1", 6'2", 220. So, uh, the size is there, no question. And USC, you know, they're still there and they should move up a little bit. And uh, they've got a great shot to go and play. Uh, in the college football playoff and try to get a national championship uh, back in-house in Trojan land. I'm going to get to some other storylines and some bullet points here uh, around college football in, in, in a few minutes. But first, this. DML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms here on the Believe Podcast Network. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Welch & Company Jewelers, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub. A couple of impressive wins uh, over the weekend. Uh, You know, I thought, really, uh, one would be, um, you know, look, they've had kind of a rough year, 
but they've rebounded nicely, and they won at home against NC State, and they would be Louisville. I mean, Louisville, it looked like, might have been only a two- or three-win team at the beginning of the year, the way they were playing. Uh, I watched them lose, you know, the opener in Syracuse, and look at what Syracuse is now. Louisville 7-4, and four. they've battled back 4-4 four and four in the conference. I, I've, been, I've been really impressed with this team. Um, you know, just battling back, getting, getting, getting there, um, you know, to, to that mark. Uh, and they've got a shot here to go to a pretty decent bowl. Notre Dame rolls again, crushes Boston College 44 to nothing. They're number 18. They're just going to keep going up and up in the rankings. They have three losses on the year, but, uh, they really turn it around here and I'm really interested to see how they play, um, you know, the rest of uh, the season, because as we know, um, they have one game left. And it's against rival USC. It's one of the best showcase rivalry games we have out there. And this game is on the road in hostile territory. That's going to be a good one, man. Thanksgiving weekend, ABC, 730 primetime game. That'll be Fowler and Herb Street, I'm sure. So I cannot wait for that football game. Caleb Williams is must-see TV every single time you flip it on. And Michael Mayer, the tight end of Notre Dame, he's got a little Gronkowski in him. Uh, I at star power across the board. It's in LA. It's a great rivalry, two historic programs. That's the stuff you love as a college football fan. Uh, Florida State, you know, they play Louisiana, which is basically you, me, and uh, 51 other guys. But Florida State wins again. They're eight and three. I mean, here we go. Mike Norvell and company, you know, they're inside the top 20 now. They're going to keep moving up as well. And I just continue to love the way Jordan Travis plays football. I've said it a million times, and I'm going to say it again. He didn't have a statistic game. That blew your uh, blew your mind here, but you just love the composure and the decision making. You know, he had three touchdowns from scrimmage. Uh, he only had uh, 150 yards from scrimmage, but he had the three scores and he really accounted for a lot. And again, it's the composure, it's the poise, uh, it's the confidence these guys have right now. Florida State, you know what? They're going to have an opportunity to play in a pretty darn good bowl as well. Arkansas, impressive, 42 to 27 winners over number 14 Ole Miss. Man, I mean, you look at Dart at quarterback. He was doing uh, his thing for for Ole Miss, um, you know, and and then things kind of just started to fall apart. Um, You know, Raheem Sanders had the huge play. He had a huge day. I mean, 24 carries and 232 yards and three touchdowns. If I had to hand another game ball to somebody, I'd probably hand it to Sanders. Good grief. I mean, what a day. Uh, Those three touchdowns, like I mentioned, 232 yards on the ground on just 24 carries. He really you know, help set the tone. Uh, and I thought the Arkansas defense, a lot of adjustments, um, you know, through the second and third quarter, they, they really, you know, they, well, actually through the first three quarters, um, you know, they, they kept adjusting. It seemed like every single time Ole Miss would get the ball, Arkansas would try some other things defensively. And you know what? Uh, they held them to six points going into the fourth quarter, let loose a little bit, gave up 21, but uh, Arkansas gets it done. And again, another story about a team in the SEC that if they don't play in the SEC and they're in any other conference, maybe they have eight wins, right? It's just it's just where they are, who you play, the road venues, the unbelievable coaches and quarterbacks, the elite defenses across the board. The SEC is top-notch and A number one. And finally, the November swoon continues for the Syracuse Orange. Um, I'm mentioning this because obviously it's close to home for me. Uh, I've worked uh, all the home games this year for ESPN. Uh, and uh, and ABC and ACC Network, uh, you know, they're all kind of rolled into one these days. It, just a disappointment in this game for a couple reasons. Number one, again, they just cannot get out of their own way in the month of November. I mean, Dino Babers is 8-20 and 20 
in the month of November as a Syracuse head coach, and he hasn't won a game since November of 2019 in that month. So, uh, you know, that that is just brutal. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. It is absolutely brutal. Um, again, I'm going to repeat that. 8-20 and 20 in November, right, for Dino Babers as head coach of Syracuse, and he hasn't won a game in that month since November of 2019. Absolutely despicable. Syracuse, however, they played a great offensive game, right? I mean, other than the pick six by Garrett Schrader, he was fantastic. And we really haven't seen the Syracuse offense kind of get back to what they were in the beginning of the year uh, the last couple of games. I mean, they've been just getting housed and overmatched by opponents. Uh, Florida State at home, for example, just really pancaked Syracuse. Uh, Wake Forest isn't as good as Florida State. I understand that. But, um, you know, Syracuse, they, they were running uh, a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different pass plays, a lot of short stuff over the middle. Uh, they were rolling Schrader out more. They were just kind of getting him active and, 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 and getting the offense, you know, just kind of flowing a little bit more. Uh, Sean Tucker had an 100-yard game. Uh, Aranda Gaston got back into being the, the number one, you know, kind of go-to guy. Uh, Alfred had a good game. I thought that Devon Cooper had a great game. Uh, Syracuse showed some trickery in this game. You know, LaQuint Allen, he threw a pass. It was a, you know, it was a toss to him to the right, and he he threw it to Devon Cooper, and he caught the ball, and you're like, wow, maybe this is Syracuse's night. So, um, you know, for them to, <clears throat> pardon me, lose, um, it, it's kind of deflating, right, if you're an SU fan, because you finally get the offensive game, and then your defense is just Swiss cheese. He basically did everything and anything to the Syracuse defense, carved them apart 30 for 43 for 331 yards and four touchdowns. And I understand injuries have been a major problem, you know, for Syracuse this year. You know, Michael Michael Jones goes out on defense early. Garrett Williams, the corner, their, their number one corner, who probably won't play another down for, for SU because he'll go to the NFL draft. Um, you know, he's out for the year with a torn ACL. Uh, they lost some other pieces. The offensive line was a makeshift line, the moving people around and all that. Three starters were out. So I get that. But man, I mean, to just get shredded this kind of way, and I think it's just really, it's easy to just go and, and say, oh, November, November, November. And, and Okay, I, w I would agree. But I think that the one thing that keeps showing up, whether it's November or not, is Syracuse just doesn't have depth in this program. They just don't have a bunch of guys you can just go to. You know, when a Michael Jones goes down, you're screwed, right? When Garrett Williams goes down, you're screwed. You're asking Deuce Chestnut to do everything, and then safeties aren't that good to begin with, um, you know, a as a whole. And I just think that it's a lot to ask, um, you know, some guys in, in there to, to, to just keep making a million plays over and over and over and over again. I mean, how many times can you ask Jihad Carter to make a play? You know, a guy who can kind of mix and match as well, playing a couple of different positions in the backfield. How many times can you ask him? You know, I mean, my goodness. I mean, the guy's been really good all year. He's been making plays all year. You know, um, I, I just, it's very, very hard to, to you know, to ask, uh, you know, when, when you're missing a star to, to, to have the other star, uh, you know, basically make up for the guy who's missing and then do your part too. Uh, that would be Deuce. That would be Jihad. It's just a hard, a hard thing. And Syracuse, 
they just don't have a lot of depth. I don't know if that's because of recruiting. I don't know if it's because of the injuries. I don't know if it's because of developing. I have no idea uh, what I would choose at the forefront there. But what I would tell you is that it's getting absolutely aggravating if you're a Syracuse fan. In the month of November, this team is a disaster. And they can't get out of their own way. And I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Syracuse had Clemson beat. They did. They were up double digits. They had gotten multiple turnovers. They forced D.J. Uyunglele out of the game. They did not convert on enough of those turnovers. You know, you're down there. They've won 37 straight home games. And you have them pretty much beat. And at that point, if you can beat Clemson, you're 7-0. And, you know, that's before you get to the Notre Dame game and the month of November. Do they swoon and fall the way they have if they beat Clemson? I don't know. They might have lost four in a row after the Clemson game. Okay. But it's a little different, isn't it? If you're seven and four, you know, instead of six and five with five straight losses, if you had closed out Clemson. And maybe the mental part of it is a little different. Maybe you don't go to Pittsburgh and lay that big of an egg. I understand that Garrett Schrader was missing time. I do. Um, you know, Carlos Del Rio Wilson just kind of didn't cut it. He was super erratic in the pocket, decision-making, questionable. But, you know, you have to wonder. You just have to ask yourself that question. If you are a Syracuse football fan, if they beat Clemson, where are they right now? It's that simple. ML Sports Platter with you. It's all brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Maple Down Senior Living Community, Jam and Beats, Camilla's Golf Club, and our great friends over at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Make sure you stop by Chick-fil-A for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It is peppermint shake season at Chick-fil-A, so get there today. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four-packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.